Hi, welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, your host, Megan Tripp. Uh, if you heard the bonus episode for March, you might think that my sister is going to be on talking about a week away, but it turns out that movie's not coming out until later than I thought. So <laughs> watch out for that in April. Uh, in the meantime, I have a guest who I actually know from real life who's not related to me, as rare as that is. <laughs> it's uh, Ryan Kane. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. That was me debating about uh, explaining your Twitch channel or just going straight to your name. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. Um... I guess you can explain your Twitch situation. <laughs> sure. Um, I'd love to. So my name is Ryan Kane. People know me online as uh, Papa Mink, which is my, my alter ego, my gamer tag, if you will. <laughs> um, I, uh, I grew up owning a lot of ferrets, so uh, that's kind of where the, the mink comes from. Um, but I do Twitch streaming generally about three times a week. Um, it could be anything from group party games to sometimes just hanging out chatting with my friends uh sometimes we record music it can pretty much be all kinds of different video games it's a lot of fun and that's a, just a little side hobby i like to do cool so uh today we watched secret obsession which mm-hmm. i had to look up the name of it again today because it left no uh memory on my mind <laughs> the name of right, this movie right. <laughs> uh it's been on my radar since it came out in 2019 uh because it's very much in the style of a lifetime thriller even though it's a netflix movie but uh i just haven't gotten around to it <laughs> <laughs> it uh definitely did even reading the description on um you know on like rotten tomatoes before hopping into it I feel like you know exactly what you're signing up for. Um, almost the name of the movie in itself kind of uh, kind of leads you down that. It is definitely your uh, your standard lifetime trope of a uh, psychological uh, mystery, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's like a a thriller situation. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So we have. Brenda Song, who's playing... I forget the character's name. Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer. That's right. Right, right. right. Um, and we see her in the rain running away from somebody, but we can't make out who it is. And she ends up in a public bathroom, and she's, like, cowering in a corner, but somehow she slips past this person with a giant knife... And uh, she runs into traffic, and uh, the car that hits her kind of saves her life. Because <laughs> without that, she probably would have been stabbed. <laughs> right, right. So this is one of those movies where we just, like, jump right in. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really give you any uh, any time to digest anything in the beginning of the movie, which I think is sort of the point. I think it wants you to be confused and be guessing the entire movie, trying to piece together everything that's happening, which uh, from a director point of view makes sense. And I think they did that very well. Yeah. Um, Putting you right in the action. 
Um, so she ends up in the hospital and as she's being wheeled into an operation room, we see her kind of remembering someone coming into her home and stabbing somebody in front of her by a fireplace and uh, her hiding from this person. Again, we have no idea who this person is. Um, And then she almost dies and they have to use the paddles on her and they manage to keep her alive for a little bit longer, but now she has amnesia. Mm. Yeah, very... um convenient for for us as the viewer (laughs) yeah (laughs) so she knows about as much of what's going on as we do (laughs) right exactly (laughs) so everyone's trying to piece together wait what happened and and when and what (laughs) and um we see her husband russell come to the hospital and they don't do any security checks at all at this hospital. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> He's just like, I'm her husband. And they're like, oh, okay. And then he like runs back to the OR and there's like no locked doors at all. They, He's they, just they do the standard, <laughs> right? Where they go, no, sir, you can't go in there. And then he just runs through, right? Like they, mm-hmm. they do one of those, of course. That's the most security they had in the entire hospital, though. <laughs> Yeah, just speaking sternly to people is like their <laughs> whole security defense. Right. <laughs> um, so they managed to like keep him out of the room and he's looking on and he's so worried. And um, the whole time I thought the glasses were like really like distracting. It's just like they didn't look like his glasses at all. <laughs> I, I could agree to that. He has like these really big square frames and he has like... I don't know how to describe it. Like a Ken doll face? Like, right. <laughs> he just looks like, I don't know, like a Clark Kent character. He was very <laughs> studious, you know, like uncomfortably yeah. studious. <laughs> and his hair is like been lightened in an artificial way. So the whole time he just looks like he's in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, his character definitely um, looks a, a little bit too well put together. Uh for me to have actually fully been uh been able to believe it you know something seems yeah. off about him from the beginning but that might just be him as a person and an actor <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if that was like acting notes that he was given like be a little too intense about whether or not she remembers things and less concerned about like her well-being <laughs> right <laughs> Because he's constantly asking the doctor, like, will she remember? What does she remember? What does she know? <laughs> and uh, it it seems like maybe he had something to do with her running away from him. Maybe he's an abusive husband or something like that. Um, because he doesn't really seem to care. I mean, he, he is there and he does seem nervous about her well-being. Mm-hmm. But he his questions are so much more about, like, what does she remember? What do we know? Um, right it, it's less about her right. well-being as a whole <laughs> yeah and more of yeah. just how how is she coming out of that room is she coming out with with memory is she coming out alive it, it seems more mm-hmm. of a concern um for for like you said the, the setup that comes next you know the follow-up 
Um, so then she wakes up. She doesn't remember him. The doctor tells him, like, she has amnesia. We don't know when or if she'll ever remember you. And uh, he, like, yells at the doctor, like, she's my wife. She has to remember me. There's no if. You have to make her remember me. Right. Yeah. He puts on a, a good show and then uh, mm-hmm. start, starts trying to uh, recall as many anecdotes as possible for her to... Uh, try to remember you know tries to really sell her on some of their their dates and items like that i know what stuck yeah, out to me is has... that he didn't know the word hibachi that bothered me uh <laughs> he just describes in detail expecting... what hibachi is yeah i kept expecting her to like jump in you know, like where he's like, you know, mm-hmm. one of those restaurants and he's like, you know, where the griddle top and the, they they do everything right, right there in front of you. And I just wanted her to right. like, like be like, oh, like a hibachi, like like a Benihana mm-hmm. kind of situation, like something. And she's just like, OK, I mean, she has been severely concussed. So the fact that she can't remember what it's called is not crazy <laughs> but the fact that right. he but it's also like seems normal where, where where does amnesia stop you know do you only forget people and places do you forget what hibachi is do you forget what a phone is i i thought that throughout the entire movie i was like she seems very well acclimated with a lot of things and only uh-huh. doesn't have memory but i don't know i don't know how that stuff works so you know i was on board for yeah. it regardless i believed it yeah yeah i'm not I'm not sure. She's still, like, kind of reeling emotionally, but she seems mentally... Well, she does do a lot of memory exercises, like playing the game of memory where she's flipping over cards and she can't do it because she doesn't have, like, short-term memory at first. Mm -hmm. They have a whole montage and she gets better. Yeah, they they have to have the happy montage. They're running through the the hospital. She's spinning around the wheelchair. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) She almost, like, takes out... A doctor <laughs> going yeah, down yeah, the yeah. <laughs> hallway as fast as you can. <laughs> and they're all laughing like, huh, we're so carefree. She's doing so much better. Yeah. She's going to come home What soon. a life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so finally, she's about to like sign herself out. And she knows that she's supposed to be doing like certain exercises and mental exercises when she gets home. And that there's going to be like a ongoing physical therapy and she doesn't feel like writing her married name because she doesn't remember this man. And then the the nurse right. um, is like, well, you know, you'll get it back over time. Don't worry. And so she just signs their married name. And then mm-hmm. um, Russell gives her a bunch of balloons. <laughs> and uh, when she gets in the car, she has like a flashback memory of that specific car or being in a car and seeing something in the rear view mirror. I'm not sure what she remembers. Right. Yeah, I, I think it was just her being in a car uh, that, that spooked yeah. her, but I could be mistaken. Yeah. There's a lot of those moments where she gets like a quick snap of her old life, mm-hmm. but she like, doesn't see enough. Like a PTSD flashback kind of thing. Yeah. She doesn't see enough to understand what's going on. Um... Mm-hmm. And then they go out to the middle of the woods in the mountains <laughs> where of their course. nearest neighbor, he tells her, is like a mile away. <laughs> right. And right. I was curious if Very he was convenient. like lying to her to deter her or if they really From are trying like, to, like, run in away. this really right. secu- secluded area. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, she's in a wheelchair and she has like an injured leg. So she's not doing well moving around. And she still has a lot of physical therapy ahead of her. Right. Um, what I thought was uh, was funny is when he tells her, once they get to the house, right, he says that she can stay in the downstairs room and sleep down there so it's mm-hmm. convenient for her to get around. But she argues and said that she wants to stay in the bedroom, which now is in the most convenient place for a, a woman who can't walk to stay. So now she has to... She's upstairs, right? So that's, that's where they move her. Yeah. To stay in the bedroom upstairs. Yeah. The whole time. I guess, she like... Could have been okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She kind of made her bed there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. She did that to herself. <laughs> yeah. And I guess what is he doing? Is he carrying her up and down the stairs every time? Because we see her carrying carrying her up. So I don't know if he's just, like, making her food I, and then carrying it upstairs. Right. That's what I was under the assumption of. I figured that yeah. he had carried her up there the first time, and then she was able to use her wheelchair up there for a little bit. But, you know, there's that one scene where she, she rolls up to the staircase and looks down, and it seems like that is... They, they sell it to you that that's probably her first time coming down the stairs by herself, you know? Um, yeah. So I, I think that she'd been up there for a while, and he's probably making her food or bringing her food up there. If I had to yeah. guess. There is a scene later where they're in the dining room together, so maybe he brought her down. But basically, she right, right. can't like move around the house well. She can only be Freely, right. upstairs or downstairs. She can't really travel the stairs up and down very well. Um, she, she, oh, she asks about her parents when they're in the hospital to see if they know that right. she's been in an accident. And he says, oh, I guess that's one of the things you forgot. Your parents died in a fire. Mm-hmm. And um, so she she asks for a moment to, like, grieve. Then later mm-hmm. she asks, yeah, she asks if any of her friends know. And he's like, oh, yeah, they know. <laughs> and it takes them a long right. time they're, to mention they any names Hawaii, of any people. They know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like one couple knows that she's um banged up and they're in right, Hawaii. Right, like where her, but are it, her friends? How does no one know? Yeah. How does no one know? Like, she's in the hospital for a while. Yeah. Like, long enough to have a montage. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, and that must be at least a few weeks, right? Like if you're going to montage right, it. Right, <laughs> it has to be. You can't you don't make a montage for a 2-hour period. Like it has to be a few days right. at least. Like how, how did no one else know that she's she's not at work or something, you know? Like but yes, they cover that well, later on, but we'll get to that. They yeah. Cuz she was from San Jose and they had moved up to this place in the mountains and they hadn't right. started their new positions at wherever the hell they were going to be working. <laughs> right. Something very and convenient so new. to the plot. <laughs> yeah. And they're so new to the area that they don't really have friends in the area. Because, you know, the entire movie could be solved if she just had a job. Right? Like, if she was just working, I feel like the whole yeah. plot of this movie would be... It wouldn't have worked. But uh, a lot of these small bullet points that they decided to throw in here really panned out for the... Uh, unable to be tra- like she was unable to be traced at all no friends could you know she had just moved to the area so none of her friends were coming to visit she was not working at the time so none of her co-workers knew that she was injured um it was really just her and her husband 
Right. She's completely isolated in this uh, enormous house. <laughs> I thought it was going right. to be like a really <laughs> nice, like kind of rustic style home. And then later we see it from the back and it has, it must be like, I don't know, 19 bedrooms. It has like an East wing, right. <laughs> West wing. It's I feel so like whenever they, oh my word. This, this, the more of a thriller the movie is, the bigger the house is. It's always a gigantic house. Like, who needs that many rooms? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I would like a big house, but that, that's a lot of space. Sure. That is a lot of space. Especially, I mean, even if you have kids, like how many kids do you need to warrant having a 19 house bedroom right right bedroom house like that doesn't make any sense but he says that it's been in the family for years and that they've you know they've changed it and added on over the years but that that's why they have this property right so you're like i guess these 30 somethings can afford to live here if it's you know his family's property (laughs) right Otherwise, you'd be like, what the hell? It's like those jokes um, you see online, right? That's like the wife is a grasshopper farmer and the husband is a poker player. And sure. like our house, our budget for a house is uh, $4 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that uh, John Mulaney joke. Like, we want to be in the center of town, but also close to the beach. <laughs> and I decorate... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is, right, like cupcakes, exactly. and <laughs> he does nothing, and we have, you know, right, a billion exactly. dollars. Um, but, <laughs> so I guess it kind of makes sense that they have this house, but, I mean, obviously, thrillers need big houses, mm-hmm. because presumably you're going to be running around this house, and, like, if it's a small house, it's just like a yakety-sack situation where you're going around in circles. Right, right. <laughs> so you need, like, a big house to, like... Oh, where where yeah, is he get, now? Get the full is he around the effect, corner? Right? Or is he like one guy the... runs in one room, the other door opens. Oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- this movie doesn't really make use of the fact that it's an enormous house. Like you feel like, oh, I know how this movie's gonna mm-hmm. go, and like really, she's in the bedroom and she's in the kitchen, and that's like about the only place we ever see these people. Right. Right. <laughs> We don't really see them in multiple rooms. No, you you get a lot of bedroom shots. You get a few backyards, Um, and that's kind of a majority of the house that you see. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this this movie does not have very many sets. There's, (laughs) like, very few places. We're in the the hospital. We're in the bedroom. We're in the kitchen. And there's also a detective character, Mm -hmm. and he is at the precinct most of the time. And he's also the Allstate guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I could hear every time that he would so talk. So <laughs> when he's like, I know. <laughs> he he literally uh, interviews someone who hit her and uh, with his car, and he's trying to find out more information. And he's like, okay, how fast are you right. going? And I kept on waiting for him to be like, you're in good hands. Well, if you were a safer driver, yeah. <laughs> you could be with Allstate. Yeah. <laughs> but of course that never happens. Yeah, one can dream, but it did not happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh we see him buy like a bunch of toys and uh we know he's a detective, so we're like, "Oh, he's going to like put it at the marker of the grave for his child because he has to have a tragic backstory." Right, of course. But uh no, she's just missing. So Which there's hope. Yet, I will so, say kinda. this movie was very tropey. <laughs> 
like almost every lifetime trope oh, they sure. could put into this movie, they did. Uh, like I, my eyes rolled yeah. when I heard, "You can't keep doing this. You, you won't be able to. This isn't gonna bring so and so back." And he's like, "Oh, I gotta find out. I know this was no accident." It's like, it's like, don't you ever get any rest? It's like, oh, it's like such a classic cop, like detective, like it was like the exact stereotype of a trope of like the you know the old detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was yeah, very uh. Very on the on the head with that one. It was like a copy paste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it I guess it's supposed to show that like he doesn't have the support of other people in the precinct or whatever to help sure. him with this case. But it you never really see that much resistance with other people, mm-hmm. so it's like kind of doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's like okay, he's he's working hard to try and figure out what's going on because he feels like something is wrong she had defensive wounds and why would she have defensive wounds and she has amnesia and that's weird (laughs) so like let's try to figure it out um he does briefly talk to the husband on the phone um and then he like talks to the nurse he does yes I'm trying to think why why did he He wanted to know about the white pickup truck. Truck cuz he heard cuz yeah. he cuz the guy who mm-hmm. said that hit he saw a white pickup. Saw a white pickup and then truck. he also talked to her and was like, "Okay, well how did you know that this man was uh like how did you know this man was married?" And she basically was like, "Oh, we didn't ask." And he was like, "Okay, I see what's going on here." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um I went to the IMDb goofs page. Okay. Because that's always fun. Yeah, of course. And um, somebody was annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Someone was annoyed that he had looked for a Russell Williams, which is the name of the husband. And there weren't any in that particular county, but there was like a hundred in California. And um, when he's talking to the nurse, he's like, there were no Russell Williams. And this person's like, Actually, there were a hundred. I saw your screen, and it's possible that he just didn't update his address. And like, right. you're a detective. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I guess that's a good point. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I feel like this is one of those movies that uh, there are probably a good amount of of goofs, you know, throughout the film. Uh, yeah, they did have a, a strange amount of I don't want to say subplots, but almost like information that didn't really need to be thrown at you um so i, I feel like like yeah. that's a, a perfect example of of exactly that like he's doing his detective work but there's there's some things that just kind of seem to get stretched to me but i guess that's that's the point of these psychological thrillers right is that it's supposed to be right not if it was that easy it wouldn't have been an hour and a half movie you know it would have <laughs> would have been 20 minutes and like, oh we found the guy but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, he asks for video of their parking lot and he's like, oh my word, that guy who's Russell that I talked to, who's the husband, had a white pickup truck and her car is missing and there was a winch on that white pickup truck. So I bet he, you know, hid her car for some Mm -hmm. reason and like that lady didn't even ask if he was really the husband and oh dear. So... (laughs) He tries calling her to interview her again. Right. But um, 
she doesn't have a phone. Of course. Because the phone is in the car, I guess. Right. <laughs> and so the husband's like, oh, I bought you a new phone. And sometimes, you know, signal's hard to get up here. So there's a lot of her hobbling around, like... Trying to get a Reaching up to the sky mm-hmm. with her phone, like, wherefore art thou signal? <laughs> right, right. And, yeah, it's... Uh, it's actually busted inside to not be able to work at all, but she doesn't realize this at first. So... Because obviously the husband doesn't want her connected. There was the other character, right, who brought her flowers... At the hospital. Oh yes, and, and this yes, and this yes. is where you kind of start to see the uh, the plot unravel, right? And you kind of start to see exactly what's going on. So he brings her flowers to the hospital, asks for her, leaves, right? And then, I guess, do you want do you want to take this one later on that night? What happens? Oh no, go for it. Um, so then you see Russell, who uh, you know the husband. Um, pull up conveniently as this guy is getting out of his car. Uh, he gets out of his car, and Russell's. I guess he must be following him. Right, or right. And Russell's like, "What are you doing talking to Jennifer Wilson?" And he's like, "Why do you care?" And he's like, "I'm her husband. Don't talk to her." And then he starts, you know, beating her or beating him with a what I assume is a tire iron. You don't really get to see it too well, but it has the sound uh, of metal. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Right. Um, I, th- I thought it was his fists, and I was like, what is he, Wolverine? I don't that, understand what's happening. And then conveniently, right, so the, the car alarm starts going off, so he must have hit, hit the panic button, and all of the neighbor's lights turn on, and all of them come outside, and one woman just yells, is anyone out here? And you, you think that that would also be the point, right? You think <laughs> that that would also be the point where maybe he'd get caught, because as he's, you know, he's got this kind of sleeper hold, um, and he's trying just to keep him quiet, and trying to suffocate him but isn't his car in the middle of the street like aren't both of their cars in the middle of the street so like wouldn't any neighbor i feel like be able to identify the vehicle yeah (laughs) there's um the i don't know that character's name i don't know the one who always gets announced by like a guitar sting (laughs) right and has a lot of tattoos Mm mm-hmm he <laughs> so we're thinking oh this guy's maybe a bad dude and like obviously he's, he's not he's on just, screen like, a guy you're right it's just, a, it's just a rock melody <laughs> plays over it's like the bad boy yeah know? we're like oh man like they obviously they want you to think that he's the bad guy but they don't show you anything about his character yeah. to know he's the bad guy just that he has like a beard yeah. and tattoos and a, like a leather jacket i think <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all you need is a leather jacket at this point, Ryan, and you could be there. It's true. Uh, yeah. I, I walk through. They have the you know the audience <laughs> stage claps, and uh, that'd be sick. That'd be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think his car is pulled up. But the the guy Russell Wilson or William right. or whatever, his car is in the middle of the street. So like, if that guy is dead, well, that guy is dead, but his body isn't found. Correct. Because uh, Russell takes the body, uh, throws it in the backseat, and um, drives home and starts uh, burying something in the backyard. And And I just can't believe this whole time, the neighbors don't see anything. The car alarm's been going off at this point for like five minutes. And he just drags a body into his car and no (laughs) one sees or hears anything. 
Like, ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, as you were saying. Yeah. Jennifer's upstairs. Yeah, he must be like pretty strong. He, you have the to. guy is like bigger. Yeah, than that him. guy was an easy one one ninety. You know, there's no way that you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's yeah. really strong, but you know, our our Clark Kent looks like. Yeah, he's he's not that built. You know, he looks like a pretty average average guy. No, he's he's definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> he he's a uh, surprisingly strong for someone of that frame. We'll put it yes, that way. We'll, we'll put it that way. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I was like, okay, movie, I, I'll go with you on, right. on this. Um, and uh, Jennifer has had very few lines up until this point. Um, but she gets up in the night, sees that he's missing from bed, looks out the window, and is like calling to Russell, like, Russell, oh, what are you doing? Oh, are you... Uh, Digging? Oh no! <laughs> she like has this whole monologue it's to herself. Very, it's very strange. strange. <laughs> and you, you think at that point? So at this point, we're like thirty <laughs> minutes into the movie, right? Maybe forty-five minutes into the movie, and yeah, she sees her new husband, or I guess not her new husband. But she sees her husband, <laughs> who she's new trying to, her. to right new to her, uh, burying something in the backyard. And you would think it's like, how is this not a red flag enough for you to want to <laughs> figure this out? But I guess this is kind of the point where yeah. she starts to figure out something's wrong. Um, and this is the point where yeah. she starts seeing the photos around the house and how something aren't matching up and they almost look like like photoshopped or like something's just kind of off about <laughs> some of the shadows or angles about them, right? Uh, gosh. That's so funny because she's seen these pictures before because he's shown mm-hmm. them to her to be like, oh, look at all these pictures of us, baby. And she, like, loves these pictures initially. But they're, like, very obviously photoshopped. And obvious. so it's, very like... Very obvious. <laughs> is, <laughs> it's, like, did did the amnesia also block out how photos work in your mind? <laughs> like, right, why like some sensory is this not more apparent to you? Yeah, because it literally <laughs> looks like, you know, they have this one guy... It looks like his... The uh, shadow is, like, a, like a just-after-sunset shadow, and... His face is just noon, you know. Like there's just yes, the lighting is completely different between the, the head and body. But he's proud of it. He uh, he took a few Photoshop courses. <laughs> he's and, like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, he thought it was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how but, she starts to kind of piece that one notices, together. Yeah, she notices that in the mirror he has dark hair, and in the picture he has light hair. So why Correct. is the the mirror image wrong it's the one thing that he forgot to fix um she thinks oh i'll go downstairs and i'll log into his computer and so um she like almost falls down the stairs right so is this the she gets on the computer Mm -hmm. she stumbles her way down the computer and Mm -hmm. attempts to get in attempt tries a few different passwords I don't remember which one worked though. I know she tried her yeah. name, and then she tried like her full name. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. It was her maiden name that was the password, gotcha. but th- she doesn't Thanks. figure that out until another scene. Right, because she um, can't get in at this point. She tries, but then uh, he comes home, you know, abruptly startles her, and mm-hmm. she is just like, "Oh, what are you doing home so soon?" And kind of like that—that's the end of her search at that point, and that's picked back up another time. Um, yeah. 
But from but from here, stuff it, it get, starts to get a little bit darker, right? So this is where things start picking up at yeah. this point. Yeah, we know her last name's Alan because she had a tattoo of an A on her. And he went to a tattoo shop and he's like, what does this mean to you? <laughs> right. And the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo artist says, oh, well, that's a family crest if you want to look up all the different family crests we have in this book. And he's like, okay. And then he does, and he's like, oh, it's the Allen crest. That must be her name. And it's like, what, on none of her paperwork from the hospital, does she have her maiden name? Why did you need a... I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that was reaching for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> I also, just for reference, uh, as a man, uh, I know this is a podcast, so um, I don't think people will see <laughs> video, but I could be wrong. Um, no, there's no I, I do have a lot of tattoos, and um, I've never once walked into a tattoo studio and seen a book of family crests in my life. Um, I don't think I've ever <laughs> in my life even heard of that being a thing, but I, I've been wrong before. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this isn't like... I don't know. Sometimes you'll go to like a Renaissance festival or like the Scottish Irish thing, right? That right. they have in Winter Springs, whatever that's like called. that, like the Highland Games and, kind of thing, and yeah, yeah. And then they'll have like you know bullshit crests, and they'll be like a little like they look like shields, and they'll have like a little badger mm-hmm. and a serpent and a the cross, and like you know they make it look kind of British <laughs> but it's it's right, not really right. like connected to anything historical and then obviously there are some like super old families who do have crests but this is just like the letter A in a box <laughs> and he's like ah family it's just, crest yeah, it, for it's Alan the letter about. A in like some nice font and like yeah. I- italicized like that is it it, right? it doesn't it's not like this whole crest thing it's just it's literally just the letter A <laughs> um but so he it's figures like branding. that out, and <laughs> right, right, which is also a weird thing. Um, like I, it's just the letter A, um, right. But yeah, so the, the detective figures that out, and from here we kind of, um, I guess he starts to get a lock on where she could be, right, or like who she could be. I guess is the better and more correct yeah. line that he's drawing, right. Um, and so this movie, I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of, I don't want to say dead air, but just a lot of (laughs) scenes that kind of happen two or three times back to back that are very similar, (laughs) but she's getting closer to uncovering the truth. Right. So like, that's Mm -hmm. the whole point of, of these scenes. Um, but she eventually gets, and I think this is the next part, right? When she, she does get into the laptop i think that's the next well first she gets access to his wallet i think he's like in the shower she grabs his wallet she says you should go to the grocery store i'll make dinner he's like okay right he grabs you make a great lasagna um... as if she's gonna remember how to make a great lasagna (laughs) she has amnesia (laughs) right (laughs) oh there was one brief moment where he tries to be intimate with her she rebuffs him and then he like grabs her arm and is like yelling at her about like she's ungrateful or whatever and she she's like she had a flash of remembrance 
where she feels unsafe with him for some reason, but she doesn't quite know why. And that's mm-hmm. why she's going through his wallet the next morning. Anyways, she goes to through his wallet and um, he realizes that it's missing. So he like turns around and she sees her um, driver's license and it still has her maiden name on it. Right. And I think that's supposed to like indicate to her, I don't know, that he's lying. (laughs) It just indicated to me that like she hadn't changed her name. I don't, I don't know why that was supposed to be so damning, but it was like, aha. I I didn't get it. It was very, it was a very big uncovering and I was very confused when it happened. And I'm not sure why, (laughs) what I was supposed, as the viewer, what was I supposed to feel? Uh, but she did uncover that. Yeah. Um, I mean, and maybe it was the address. Maybe she still had her San Jose address on it. And she, so she knows, oh, I don't live here. This isn't my home. Maybe that was what I was supposed to get. Right. I'm not really sure what I was supposed to get from that. I'm not sure either. <laughs> but he leaves but right, then, to go get stuff for dinner. Yeah. And then yeah. so that's when now that she has her maiden name. she goes name. downstairs. Right. Yes. So now she has her maiden and name. She, tries she the gets the laptop. Mm-hmm. And now she sees all the pictures, the originals of the pictures. With, yes. Um, the real Russell. Yeah, all the original pictures with her actual husband. And she finds a bunch of glamour shots taken of him in different perspectives so that he could Photoshop himself easily into any image he wants from any angle he wants. <laughs> Which you think he would have changed the lighting in that case, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, so he does that. And then I guess he comes and home. She, and then this... she tries to... Yeah. yeah. Sorry, she she tries to like communicate online. And then she's like, wait, I don't have internet. And she sees that the router has been cut. And so she has no way of communicating via internet. Oh, no. <laughs> Like at that point too, just throw the wire away. Like, isn't that <laughs> like, like why even just cut a wire? Like that looks more damning to you, right? It to, really like, does. Have a, a <laughs> it's like wait, like you can easily be like, oh yeah, I forgot to buy a Ethernet, a Cat five cable for my router, as opposed to her being like, hey, why is this wire cut? And then you're like, well, I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> um. Or just, like, don't have a router and be like, oh, I haven't bought one. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, why have a router that you just made not work? Like, you, you added extra right. steps <laughs> to do nothing. <laughs> like, you could just not have one. Um, so, all this while... Does the, she go to the garage? Oh, I, yeah, we should I talk about think the detective. That's, yeah, I don't think that this is the... Is this a garage scene? No, because she has another scene... Garages later. Um, at this point, the detective... How does he figure out the location of the house? Is that from her last name? So, yeah. He he goes to the address that was given to the hospital. And mm. it um, it isn't the right address. He goes there. This lady's like, no, this is my house. I don't know those people. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I guess it must be something else. Uh, the nurse mm-hmm. confronts Russell 
this leads to nothing. I don't know if she talks to the detective about her I think she realizes... Right, I think she just realized that he's untrustworthy at that point. Yeah. I think that's the only... The but, only you can see he's he's slipping, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he knows her full name and that she's from San Jose originally, so he just looks for Jennifer Allen's in San Jose, and I guess there's only one Jennifer Allen in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to that address, or he goes to her parents' address, because... They're the only Allen family in San Jose, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. It Maybe it was the car registration. That could be it. I don't know. I'm not sure either. I feel like they don't really, they don't really explain it too much. But um, he knocks on the door. The door is open and there's like rotting fruit. And he announces himself and no one's responding. And then it smells really bad. And mm-hmm. there's shapes under the blanket. Um, so, of course. On the bed. You gotta whip it off all in one, all yep. one go, you know? And mm-hmm. what do we have? But uh, two deceased, right? Who I think we assume are the, are the parents. Two rotting corpses, yeah. They're the parents. We see, like, the family oh, photo right, right. on the, the family photo. or something, yeah. Right, that's correct. Um, so then you kind of realize that this is a much darker situation than you previously thought. Like he's already murdered one guy. Yeah. Now he's maybe I, I want to say obviously, but I guess they don't really show anything. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. now he's obviously killed. But there's very parents. few characters going on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I think at this point, I just don't, I don't remember how the detective finds out about the house. I remember how he gets the address. I'm not sure. I don't know if he had... Maybe because he saw the pickup truck that he had the car registration for that pickup truck. But it wasn't really his house. Right. <laughs> Spoiler alerts for later. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, because he goes to San Jose and he talks to um jennifer allen slash williams's co-worker and he's Correct. like oh yeah jennifer and russell they got married recently and they both moved to the mountains and um then he's like talking um about like oh you know hr didn't like it but they were so cute and we like liked them and right how could you not um, split them up like what's right. going on right <laughs> And so then he walks him over to the uh, the pictures on the wall, right? He's like, oh, look, here's a picture uh-huh. of a beautiful couple now. And then you look at it. He's like, wait, who's this guy? And it's like, oh, that guy? That's just, what was his name? Uh, is it Ryan? Ryan. Is it Ryan? I think, I think yeah, it was I think Ryan. It was Ryan. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, Ryan? Uh, he, just, he's, he used to work here a little while ago until he broke someone's nose. And I was like, oh, okay. So he's got like a violent past. <laughs> Ryan's uh, bad news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a bad guy. Um, I I love how this movie like almost makes it so obvious so early on that Russell isn't the real Russell and then mm-hmm. we see these two scenes like cut together of her going through the pictures on the laptop and the de- detective looking at the staff photograph on the wall and being like dun 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 it's not mm-hmm. Russell it's Ryan and it's like 
Yeah, movie, I know. <laughs> See, I have known Why are you that pretending? since f- f- two minutes into this movie. Like, I just couldn't prove it. I right. knew something was wrong, you know? <laughs> um, it was like, this movie doesn't really work in terms of suspense. Like, oh my goodness. Like, he's not who he right. says he is? Right, they try to have this big reveal. <laughs> but, like, everyone knows this. Like At this yeah. point, like, we knew from the photoshopped heads 30 minutes ago that this was not right. Right. It's like we we've known this the whole time. Um Yeah, so then he steps out again briefly from the house, right? And this is when she gets into the car. This is the car business, right? Where she uh, uh, Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. She makes her way down to the garage. Mhm. And she she and sees a car and gets inside. Right. And so he comes home, and he's bringing what I presume to be concrete. That's what it looks like to me. Was it? it looks no, like it's lie. It's a lie. No, it's like a forty-pound. Yeah, it's like a forty-pound bag of lie because he wants to disintegrate all the bodies he's been stacking. Oh, got it. Got it. I <laughs> figured like, that it was for if you buy uh, that much lie. In the backyard. Oh uh, no! Suspicious. But like, if you buy that much lie, yeah, even if you pay in cash. I, I'm pretty sure that the shop has to take down your information to give it to the FBI because that's enough really? lie to like make bombs out of. Yeah, <laughs> you can't just buy that much lie. Right, right. It's that makes a dam- sense. dangerous chemical. You can't just buy anything in large <laughs> quantities it. like that. Like it, it, it puts you right. on a list. Like, what are you talking about? You're gonna be like right, right. out and about buying lie. Like you're not like up to no good. Like be a little more circumspect buddy but he's not and then he acts <laughs> weird with the nurse and he gets back home right he and also, my favorite uh, part is when he yeah. sorry my favorite part is when he opens the trunk to be like mm-hmm. is this where i put yes it is and then we see that he's put a dead body in the trunk and i'm like i get from a audience perspective we didn't know that dude was there and we well, need to know that that dude do. was there right like, <laughs> but why did he thing. do it yeah, like why did he? Why is he like? <laughs> did still he there? forget? Yeah, still there. Yeah. Okay, good. I was afraid I misplaced him. Like, where would he go? <laughs> and so you put him in the trunk. It's so strange. At this point, we find out that he's killed the husband. He's killed the parents. And right, that's the man in the trunk. Right, the man in the trunk is the real husband. Um, yeah. And then so he previous to this. Uh, he has chained her up to the bed by her foot, right? So she, so she can't get out. Oh um, yes, and she ends up ripping off a whole bunch of like she her skin and like him. really hurting her ankle. Right? She's like, "You're yeah. not my husband. Who are you?" And then he's like, and then so like, he uh, he locks her up. Yeah, locks her up. And so that's right before this car incident. So her not only is she on an already injured foot, but now it's even more injured because it's she's ripped it through this chain. Um. Yeah. So she tries to, and which this like bothered broke me her a lot. Foot. Right. Like you hear a lot of audio of crackling. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, is that when she she watches him bring the stuff in from the car, and instead of just using that opportunity just to leave the house in general, I mean, she's one wall away from the outside of this home. At this point, she could just walk out if she wanted to. Instead, she runs upstairs as fast as possible to make it look like she has not left the bed. You know, like what an absurd 
thing to do. <laughs> to like to run make, deeper yeah. into the home, you know? Uh, like, she was safe <laughs> in the car. She probably could have just stayed in the car, and then he would have gone looking for her somewhere, and then she probably could have taken his car or something. But you know what? I didn't write the movie. Um, but at this point, <laughs> right, she, she goes yeah. back up, she sits on the bed, and that's when you hear the, the mm-hmm. buzzer for the front door, and it's, it's the detective. Mm-hmm. He's arrived. Allstate has right. arrived on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange. Even earlier than that, because of what she's seen on his computer... And a few things that raised a couple red flags, like burying a body in the backyard. She didn't see it was a body, but right. something that he's doing in the backyard at night. It's weird. No one buries anything uh, in a backyard at night, <laughs> and it's okay. This is never a thing that anyone Usually has not. ever done in history. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, she, like... She, she confronts him. And I'm like, no, no, no. Don't confront him. He doesn't know that you know. Like, you could just, like, try to be like, oh, we should have some people around or something. Yeah. And then, like, try to get him out of the house another time and then try to leave. But no, she has to get answers right away. So she yells at him and then he chains her up and then she breaks her foot and then she goes downstairs and then she goes to the garage and then she can almost leave the garage, but she doesn't leave the garage. She's afraid he's going to be mad at her. So she's just like, oh, I guess I'll chain myself back up again. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, so she changed herself back up again. Yeah, um, it's very silly. So then, <laughs> now, now, now we have the situation where uh, we're in our Scooby Doo chase, right? So now the detectives <laughs> run around back, and she's running around back, and, and they're all crawling around. And I also just want to say, whenever this man hits somebody, right? Whenever he winds up mm-hmm. and hits someone. It's the most dramatic windup of all time. Like this guy reaches <laughs> s- like almost to the ground, and he has this gigantic uppercut thing that he he always hits someone with, yeah. whether it's a fist or a rock or something. It's so overly dramatic. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Yeah, when he chains her up, the way mm-hmm. he gets the upper hand on her, mind you, she is small and she's all battered from her car accident. Already injured. He bashes right. her. Yeah. He bashes her um, at the back of the head so that she mm-hmm. um, loses consciousness. Then when Mr. Allstate comes on <laughs> his property, he bashes him on the back of the head. I'm like, this guy has one move, and it's the bash on the back it, of the it's head. It's working. That works yeah, no pretty one, no well. One, yeah, no one stopped him. Um, no. So, yeah, she... They get in their Scooby-Doo chase, right? And she, you see him. Mm-hmm. He hits Allstate. And knocks him out. Um, mm-hmm. And then... And Allstate is bigger than Guitar Sting guy. Right. Yeah, he is. And he manages to get him inside one of those giant freezers that you might put, like, I don't know, huge cuts of meat in. And then, like... Right, right. Like an outside the top. fridge. <laughs> yep, that's it. Right. And he just crawls out there. He just and crawls I'm right like, back out. Like, how? four minutes later, he just... <laughs> Like it's nothing. He just wakes back up and like, there's no like huge breakout <laughs> or anything, right? There's no like lock that needs to be broken. He just pops the lid off and just walks right back out like nothing ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, there's so much stakes that get raised. Like, oh my goodness, now she's all alone again. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen? He doesn't have his gun. He doesn't have backup. No one knows that he's there. I don't know why he doesn't have backup. I don't know why he doesn't let anyone know he's right. Not I feel like <laughs> that he's the evidence there. that he had. 
he could have easily had a whole team of people come with him. You know, he's like, hey, here's a sure. photo of this guy. This is not the dude, you know? And, like, here's the, the truck, and here's, like, all this stuff. He could have easily gotten somebody. Yeah. But, no. He had to, he had to do it for himself, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's his, his whole mission was to uh, to accomplish this by himself. Yeah. You know? Redeeming mm-hmm. himself. Um, but, yeah, like, two minutes later, he's out of the freezer. So we're like, oh, no, is he going to make it out of the freezer? Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, he sure good. does. Um, and then really, I mean, that just kind of boils itself down until the, the final conclusion, right? There's a lot, a lot of chasing, a lot of dirt roads, a lot of woods action. Mm-hmm. Um, she, at one point, is in the garden and trips over the dead body mm-hmm. and then gets tied up to the bed again. and uh, But, like, with rope instead of a chain and by her hands instead of right. her feet. And the... The size of the knot keeps changing depending on the right. Shot. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> Which is uh, very confusing. She, eventually, just burns the rope. Right, that's just how she gets out. Is that she? Just... Yes, because he has a a lighter on the floor or something. Right, the the one that she had after the accident. Hmm. Hmm. And it's um, there's enough slack on that rope. She could literally just untie it, but she doesn't. She uses a lighter. <laughs> Right, of course. Yeah, what do what do uh, the the average lifetime show uh, audience member probably does not know too much about knots? So it, it does work, you know. The illusion works. <laughs> um, but yeah, once again, it, it's. I feel like that's kind of the the movie itself has so many repeated scenes. Like I said, you know, there's like two scenes of her trying mm-hmm. to go to, through the laptop. There's like three or four scenes of her being stuck in bed for some reason um, <laughs> just to get out again. Uh, the the amount of time, I think that staircase had more, more air time than like the fourth character in this film. Uh, you, you see like, yeah, yeah you, there's like a, a, a lot of repeated um, scenes overall, but that just kind of uh, boils its way down to, you know, our, our epic, our epic conclusion, so to speak, um, which I I guess uh, do you want to do you want to do the the reveal of of how this thing wraps up? Sure. Um, she manages to get away, um, and uh, Ryan slash Russell runs after her, <laughs> and he can't um, quite. Uh, see her she throws a rock to be like i'm over there but he ends up turning around and seeing her and (laughs) throws her down a small embankment right (laughs) and then she runs and then she's on the um pavement and i expected like oh the calvary is coming or something no um he starts to like i don't know slowly crush the life out of her and then Allstate is nearby right. and he uh, pulls him off and then they get into a wrestling match on the pavement and mm-hmm. then Allstate's on the ground yeah and then it looks like oh it's over for him because Russell has the upper hand and um, at one point she manages to smash him at the back of the head right that's somewhere in her tussle. Yeah. So it's like, ha ha. So you he, get smashed on the one. back of the head now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, there's a a gun loose, and uh, I think it's so, the detectives. Because uh, this whole time, all we've seen Russell have is a rock and a knife. So yeah, it's not his. Yeah, for sure. but I mean, he's good um, with both. So he is. Yeah, he's <laughs> it's, too it's talented. Working out for him. Rock. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she gets the gun, and then which I do like mm-hmm. that. So often in movies, when a gun is shot, they don't show a whole bunch of like smoke and stuff, but they did. I, mm-hmm. I felt very good about that. It, that I, I was ready to be disappointed, but they did that well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she she gets it, and then he's immediately dead. Just absolutely like there's no struggle. Yeah. No, well, she no shoots him in the fall. shoulder, and then he like walks towards her, and then he sh- she shoots him again, and then he drops dead, and it's like, oh, well, that's good. Right. It's over. Which actually that made me think earlier in the movie there's a scene where she hits him over the head with a glass uh vase, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. with flowers and stuff in it. And the shot of him dropping to the floor, you can tell that they just have done that shot so many times. It's just it's so abrupt of how fast he just falls onto his face. It was uh that's probably my favorite shot in the in the whole movie. I, I laughed very hard when I saw that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then uh, that is our, our finale. Uh, <laughs> she uh, she ends up killing him, and it's like super, super happy at the end, even though this whole girl's family has been <laughs> murdered around her, which I feel like it should be more solemn yeah. at the end, you know? Um, yeah. Like maybe if she died we in the accident, her... her parents would be alive. <laughs> uh, I don't know the timeline for all that stuff, but um, kind of makes you think. You well, know. yeah, based on her memories it looks like she her husband and well maybe not i don't know i guess they never explained he broke into their house not really for some reason i thought they were all in the same house at the same time but that doesn't make sense because why is her husband's body at their house and the parents bodies are at their the parents' house, so it yeah, must they have never been even really told us when they killed being, the husband. Yeah, it must have been like that night. I think he killed the husband the night that we see her running in the rain because mm. he's like going after them both because he's like mad at them both because like in his sure. mind he deserves to have her and so they both have to die because they can't just live their lives and be happy if he's miserable. So he just like. Right kills him and then like runs after her and then he has good fortune in his words where like she turns around and doesn't remember and so decides to live with him thinking that he's her husband so i don't know right. when he killed the parents because <laughs> they're down we in san know. jose yeah. so i don't even know what that's about yeah that's the timeline's never revealed um no but they do look like they've been dead for a while when they show the bodies. However, that yeah. should be... We don't know how long the montage was. We don't know how long she was in the hospital. So, who, who's <laughs> to really true. know? You know? <laughs> yeah. And her husband's, like, in pretty good shape. He looks like he just dropped dead the other day. So, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> but overall, what do you think of the, the film? Um. Well, there's... Uh, Two rating systems, one to five for mockability and one to five stars for quality. Okay. Um, 
I, I'll give this like a one and a half stars for quality. It's just the story. I think it would make, I actually liked like the last 20 minutes where everyone's running around. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was pretty tense, but I think the story would have been a lot more compelling if she kind of figured out um, what it was going on earlier and like had to kind of hide that fact from him and tried different ways of like escaping him and being thwarted constantly um, rather than her just like immediately being like why are you pretending to be my husband and him just like tying her up Um, that didn't really work (laughs) and like you said a lot of things are repeated it it just felt like this movie could have been shorter (laughs) there was a lot of batting yes absolutely uh, in terms of mockability, um, I'll give it maybe like two whatevers. I don't know what we want to use for this. Maybe head pounding rocks <laughs> as our uh, <laughs> designator this time around. But um, yeah, it, there's definitely moments where it's like, while I saw the fact that he had a tragic backstory a mile away. And, like, hospitals don't work Mm -hmm. like that. And, like, just the ridiculous uh, guitar sting guy. Like, anyone was going to be taken in by that. That was (laughs) Or, like, oh, of course, her name has to be Alan. Like, why do you have such a convoluted way of finding out her last name? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I wouldn't say that I laughed aloud a ton. How about you? I agree. I would say mockability. Uh, I think you're about right. It, it wasn't so bad. I found it funny. Um, it was just a little bit too tropey for my tastes. A little bit too much of, you know, they wanted a detective. So they, they took the detective, the number one kind of detective that's in every movie. You know, they, mm-hmm. a, a lot of, a lot of different things didn't get cleaned up and it left me wondering how how is this happening so much so i would agree i think two for <laughs> mockability seems right um and quality honestly i, I would give it a, a two as well I, I think that it wasn't bad enough to be a one or one and a half for me i think that there are certain scenes that were kind of fun about it and there were certain mysteries that were fun but overall the quality was poor i think on a greater scale i think four out of ten seems correct to me um, so I'm going to go two out of five. <laughs> I think that seems right. Sounds good. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, Ryan, for being on. Can you tell the people how they can find you? Sure. Um, so I, I don't really use too much of, uh, of Twitter, but you're welcome to follow me on Twitter. Um, I think if you just type in, uh, Papa Mink on there, you should be able to find me. And if you go to uh, twitch.tv slash papa underscore mink, uh, so it's two separate words, then you can find me on there. And I'm there Mondays, traditionally Mondays, but today probably not. But generally, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. <laughs> um, and we'll be playing all kinds of games. We're always hanging out, having a good time. So I do appreciate you having me uh, on the show as well, Megan. Oh, sure. Thanks for being on. Um, yeah, of course. You will... Uh, hear more from us uh, in two weeks Um, in the meantime you can follow me at at NABM podcast on Twitter 
you can tell your non-podcast listening friends to go to notanotherbadmoviepodcast.libsyn.com. All the usual spots for your podcast listening. I'm also there. And if you want to throw me a dime, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and search for Not Another Bad Movie Podcast. And shouts out to Mike Bastios, who composed the music you're listening to right now. See you later. Bye.